Hey, mama. So one of my 2023 goals is to grow and nurture my email list. As we know, with anything in the business world, strategy is an important piece. So today on the podcast, I sit down to chat with Christina Vaught about creating an email marketing strategy as a busy mompreneur. Christina is a full-time elementary music teacher by day and copywriter by night that is about to leave the classroom to commit to copywriting full-time. She lives in Missouri with her husband and her two-year-old son. Christina shares so many great tips for incorporating email marketing into your business as a busy mompreneur. I highly recommend grabbing a notebook and pen because this is information you'll want to start using in your business today. All right, let's jump on in. Hey, Mama. Welcome to the Mama Term Mompreneur Podcast. I'm Andrea Singletary, a wife, mom of two, podcaster, and former virtual assistant turned podcast strategist and consultant. Friend, I know you're tired of feeling burnt out with your online business. You know it's time to stop building your business solely on social media, but aren't sure how or where to even begin. You dream of starting a podcast, but figuring out how to monetize it leaves you feeling overwhelmed. If you're ready to get the full scoop on how to monetize a podcast and grow your online business without, wait for it, sacrificing motherhood or your sanity, Grab your coffee, pull out that notebook and pen, and put in those earbuds, and let's dig in. All right, today on the Momateur Mompreneur podcast, I'm sitting down with Christina Vaught, and she's going to be talking to us all about email marketing, how to develop an email marketing strategy, and just a great way to use this in your business as a busy mompreneur. So Christina, welcome to the show. If you can start by telling us who you are, what you do, and all about your family. Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Um, I'm excited to be here. Uh, my name is Christina Vaught. I am an email marketing specialist from Missouri. I currently am an elementary music teacher, but actually in about two months at the end of the school year, I will be transitioning to full-time email marketing, so I won't be a teacher anymore. Be a stay-at-home, work-at-home mom to our two-year-old son, Archer. And then my husband and I live here in Missouri with our son and three dogs. All right. That's so cool. Um, I love that you're preparing to transition into full-time entrepreneurship. Um, That's super exciting. So I can't wait to see your journey and all of that good stuff. So to get started, why don't you tell us what email marketing is? Yeah, so email marketing is using and growing your email list consistently to connect with your audience and sell your services. Um, It's basically showing up in their inbox um, on a consistent basis. And so that way you can grow connections. And then the idea is that the more that you nurture that audience through your inbox and their their inbox and your emails, you're actually going to eventually see the sales grow in your business because you spent time working on that relationship. Love that. And why would you say that is important? So having a email marketing system or a strategy, why is that important as an online business owner? 
So as online business owners, sometimes we can feel like the market is just so oversaturated. Um, And if you're a smaller business, you can feel like it's hard to compete with those bigger businesses, especially when it comes to like Instagram. And if you have a Facebook page and a lot of those social media platforms, Um, the great thing about email marketing is I like to say it's a level playing field. So you don't have to worry about algorithms. You don't have to worry about hashtags. You don't have to worry about having the perfect graphics because it doesn't matter if you send your email at the same time as a big company, they're both going to show up in somebody's inbox at the exact same time. So you don't have to worry about the competition because if you're showing up consistently and you're building that rapport with your audience and you're deepening those connections, then that is in turn going to lead to that growth that you're wanting to see in your business. Yes, I love that. And I love that you brought up how like, you're not having to worry about the algorithm. That's like one thing I talk about a lot, especially when I'm telling my audience about starting a podcast and really just having a way to connect with your audience outside of social media and having a platform that you own, which is like the same thing with the email marketing. So I love that you brought that up. And also to not worrying about that competition piece. Cause I know sometimes that can deter us from like putting out content and different things like that. But like you said, when it comes to the email marketing, your email is going to make it in there as well as like the big brands like Nike and different things like that. So you don't have to worry about that. Oh, absolutely. And I remember, I think it was back in October when Instagram crashed and a bunch of people had lost their accounts And I had clients who were like, I don't know what to do. But the great thing is with email marketing, like your email list, you own your email list. Like that is yours. That can be one of your business's biggest assets. But when it comes to social media, well, a lot of the times you don't really have control over that social media. Your account can be shut out at any point. And just like we saw with Instagram, then a lot of people couldn't connect with their community and with their business followers because they couldn't, they didn't have an email list. So I think it's the biggest thing is that you own that email list. It's an asset to your business and nobody can take that from you. Yeah, that's so true. And yeah, like so many people who had built their business like solely on Instagram, they lost money that day because they couldn't make any sales. They had no other way of communicating with their audience. So yeah, it's so important to have something outside of social media. So When would you say is a good point in your entrepreneurial journey to focus on building your email list? I think the sooner the better. I mean, I always say that having five subscribers that are really well invested in you and know you and your business really well um, can be more beneficial than having 5,000 subscribers that maybe just kind of see your emails pop up, but they're not as interested. So the earlier that you can start, the better. It's pretty simple. You just start with a lead magnet. And then from there, you can just consistently grow and nurture that email list. So the sooner that you start it, the better, because another thing is email marketing is kind of a long-term strategy, right? So you want to make sure that you're using that long-term and over a course of like a few months, really nurturing your audience. So if you're able to get started as soon as you have started your business, then you're going to see those benefits way down the line, especially when you really start to see the growth in your business. Yeah, yeah. And I I love that. And and it's so true. Like, even if you just have one person on your email list, and it's your mom, like still email, because you develop that habit of doing it. And the nice thing is that when you're first getting started, you can try out different things to like, see what type of emails your target audience really likes. So like, 
really working out those kinks before you like you grow your email list to 5,000 plus um, subscribers and everything. So it's like you said, it's best to get started as soon as possible. And having that as part of your marketing strategy is so important. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So for the mamas out there who are either new to entrepreneurship or haven't started building their email list, what actionable steps can they take to get started today? So the first thing you're going to start with, if you're starting from a brand new, there's nothing starting from scratch, uh, you want to pick some sort of lead magnet or freebie that you want to use to really attract your subscribers and get people to sign up for your email list. Um, I recommend that you find some sort of either a problem, a concern, a common question that you see from your business followers, and you turn that into some sort of free offer. This can be a checklist, a template, a guide, an ebook. And the idea is you want it to be simple and quick and easy to use because if they're able to take whatever is in that freebie and they have a really quick sense of success, that actually establishes a lot of trust with you whenever you show up in their inbox. So that's the first thing, just pick a lead magnet, pick a freebie, and then pick a email um, service provider that you find is easy to use for you. Okay. And do you have any tips when it comes to like lead magnets? Like I know it used to be really big to do like the PDF downloads or the checklist and different things like that. But I know there are a lot more new ways of, you know, creating freebies. So like, quizzes are becoming really big, private podcasts, different things like that. Like, um, do you have any tips for deciding on the type of freebie or any recommendations? And it can be based off of like what you've seen has worked for your clients. Yeah, absolutely. So when I started my first freebie, I went off of what was a common question I was getting from a lot of different people in my community. So my first freebie was a welcome email template because I had a lot of questions of, well, where do I even start an email list? So after your freebie is the first thing that's going to be sent to your subscribers is your welcome email. So I created a template. It's basically you just plug in your information, you just put it into your email service provider, and it's ready for you and it's ready to go. Um, but that's what worked with my community. So if you find that you constantly have uh, people in your community coming to you with a common question or common concern, then that's probably going to be your hint that, wow, this would be a really great lead magnet. This would be a great freebie because you know that they're already interested in it. You're already seeing that interest. So turn it into a freebie. Uh, you can either make it on Canva, make it like really pretty and turn it into a PDF. Or my first freebie was a Google Doc that people could copy and make their own copy of and turn it into their own. So it's whatever works for your community. And I think the more that you talk with them and you get familiar with what they need, you'll kind of have an idea of what would be a great lead magnet and freebie for them. I love that, especially like just keeping it simple. <laughs> So how can we create an email marketing strategy that we can maintain without leading to burnout? Yeah. So one thing I always hear is that people just put it on the bottom of their list because they're like, I just have so much other stuff to do. And man, like I've just run out of ideas. So burnout is just such a big issue amongst everybody. But the biggest thing is just start small. If you're only able to send twice a month, like bi-weekly, then just do twice a month. Just send once every other week. Um, keep it simple. It doesn't have to be some elaborate story every single time. Um, my other biggest tip is to repurpose the content that you already have. If you have a blog, you can turn one blog into three or four different emails. If you have an Instagram post that performed really well that week, 
then take it and turn it into an email. Since Instagram really kind of limits what you can use as far as like characters and a caption. Well, with an email, you're not limited. So you can take that Instagram post, you can expand on it, you can add more detail, make it more of like exclusive information. So that way your email list is making sure that they're actually signed up for information that only they can get by being on your email list. And then once you keep sending, you're going to get more comfortable with it and it's going to become just second nature. Yeah, I I love that you brought up repurposing. I am really big on repurposing content and I actually do do that for my email list. Um, I will take like, I pretty much I repurpose for my podcast episode. So I will pull from that and like, you know, pull out like a really great point or something that I said in that podcast episode and include it in, you know, my weekly email and everything. Um, and it, that's a really great strategy. Like you said, it really helps prevent that burnout because you're not spending all this time trying to come up with like new content and different things like that. Like you're just pulling from something you've already done, something you know that your audience has responded well to. And like another thing to keep in mind is that the people who are on your email list, they may not be, you know, on your social media platforms and different things like that. So this is ensuring like everyone in your audience, no matter where they're connecting with you, they're able to access that great information that you're providing. So yes, I am all about repurposing content. (laughs) Yes. So what are your favorite email marketing tools? As far as when it comes to planning, I, I'm pretty simple. I stick with Google Excel or Google Sheets or spreadsheets, whatever, whatever we call it these days. Um, so I stick with just doing that because you can plan out. Um, I plan the topic with the subject line, the time it's going to send, the day that it's going to send. And then I like having everything in one place. Um, so that's what I use to keep myself organized. Uh, but as far as like evil email service providers, um, I literally like Flowdesk, ConvertKit, and MailerLite. I found that those three seem to be um, the most consistent and the easiest to use as far as whenever it comes time to write your emails, schedule your emails, automate them, etc. Yes, yes. I love ConvertKit. That's what I use. And it has so many great features, especially like being able to build different landing pages. So like back to your freebie, you want to have a landing page for that. So it has that feature too. I mean, I, I'm familiar with Flowdesk. I know they have like a lot of beautiful templates and everything like that. Um, so yeah, those are all great ones. And I've used MailerLite for um, a client back when I was doing VA work and it was really easy to use as well. Yeah, I personally, for my email list, use ConvertKit. I think my favorite thing is you can start at like a very base price and then the price that you pay grows as your email list grows, which I think is amazing. And then even as like somebody who does email marketing, I'm still learning everything that ConvertKit offers. There's just so many different options. And I was like, oh my goodness, I feel like I don't even know. I feel like I'm just scratching the surface and there's just so much in it, but I love it. That's my favorite thing. But then on the other side, like you mentioned, I have people who really like Flowdesk because you pay one flat rate, but you have all of these gorgeous, easy to use templates. So if you're somebody who's not as tech savvy, then that might be something that you might be interested in just to save yourself the time and frustration of having to create your own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All these um, email marketing platforms, they all have like different great aspects of them. But yeah, just like you, I'm still discovering all that you can do with ConvertKit. I've really been diving into um, 
the aspect of like selling like digital products through ConvertKit. So that's what I'm exploring right now. And it's pretty simple. Like I love they have so many educational guides that you can refer to and whatnot. Um, so yeah, I so far ConvertKit is my favorite. I agree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So what would you say are the best practices for growing your email list? So best practices, just start consistent. So even like we mentioned, even if it's biweekly, just keep consistent because um, just like with any marketing strategy, we talk about you're building that know, like, and trust factor with your community and those leads that you're really wanting to nurture. So when you're showing up consistently, that really builds that um, trust factor because they're going to know and when to expect you in their inbox. And that's a really big, important thing. Um, I like to say that consistent connections come before conversions. So before you're really wanting to sell to your audience and you're really wanting to see the benefits, you have to show up consistently and really work on those, those connections so that they know, like, and trust you. So then eventually down the line, they're going to really come in to invest whatever you have to offer. Um, with a great email marketing strategy, it doesn't matter what you're going to have to sell to them. They're going to be so ready and invested in what you have to sell. Like they're going to, they're going to hit buy immediately. <laughs> and if you really struggle with knowing what to write, you don't have to start from scratch, right? We said we repurpose the content don't waste all of your creative energy trying to come up with some magical brand new email every single week. Repurpose what you have because honestly, like that's what you, you just use what you have. Yes. And I, I love that consistent connections create conversions. So consistency is definitely huge as a business owner in the online space too. Um, even when it just comes to posting on your social media, podcasting, all of that is important because your audience needs to know that you are going to be showing up, you know, that you're not going to just ghost them at any given moment. So I love that you brought that up. Like that just applies to all areas of business. Okay. Well, as we wrap up, I would love to know what is your number one mompreneur hack? Oh, so this is a big one. And this is something I've learned because I've been working like a full-time teaching job while also doing my email marketing company. Um, so the biggest thing is just take advantage of anything you can find that's going to save you time. Uh, for me, it's been creating templates for my clients whenever I'm writing their emails for the week. So that way I don't have to redesign their email every week. Um, for It's also, you know, like we mentioned, repurposing the content, save yourself some time and don't burn yourself out. Pick one day a month. If you need one day a month to batch out all your emails and schedule them ahead of time so they automatically send and then it's like out of your mind, then pick that one day a month. Batch it out, hit schedule, and then you're done. So anything that can save you time is also going to save that energy and it's going to really prevent you from feeling that burnout like we've talked about when it comes down the line. Yes, that is a really great hack. All right. Well, thank you so much for just sharing with us all about email marketing and how to create an email marketing strategy. Um, if you can just please share with my audience, you know, where they can connect with you and how they can work with you. Absolutely. Well, thank you for having me. It's been so much fun. I love talking about anything email marketing. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Christina's, that's with a C-H, dot copywriting. Um, and then my website is ChristinaVoughtCopywriting.com. Um, I offer everything from done-for-you services where I write all of your emails for you and I take it completely off of your to-do list um, to strategy calls where we sit down and develop a strategy and then we talk about how you're going to implement that strategy. 
I also just released my very first product, which is a subject line list of 20 different subject lines that can be used for any business and any service industry. Uh, the idea is that they are meant to increase your open rate by getting your subscribers to open with urgency and excitement. Ooh, I'm going to have to take a look at that. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, thank you so much. And I will make sure to link all of that in the show notes. Um, but thank you again for being a guest. Thank you so much. Mama, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to hang with me. If this podcast gave you the insight you needed to take your online business to the next level, would you do me a huge favor and leave a review? Leaving a review will help us reach all the mamas who are ready to take their current business to the next level through podcasting without sacrificing motherhood or their sanity. I love, love, love reading your reviews. Also, I am all about community and building a village. I would love it if you join me in the Mama Turn Mompreneur Facebook group. Remember, you are doing amazing, Mama. Much love, and I will chat with you again soon.